Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Father Eric Lyles, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be strengthened for the Lenten journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully increase in us your gifts of holy discipline in almsgiving, prayer, and fasting, that our lives may be directed to the fulfilling of your most gracious will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, beginning in the first chapter, verses 1 through 13. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all of the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved, with you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. The Word of the Lord The Gospel author Mark wastes no time with words. Those used are very efficient in telling the good news of Jesus. For his origin story, we must wait for Matthew and Luke. Here in Mark, Jesus enters the scene as an adult. We first, and briefly, get a glimpse of the figure of John the Baptizer, the forerunner of the Messiah, the prophet sent to prepare the way for God's new order on earth. We don't hear much from John. His only proclamation is that one more powerful than himself is coming to baptize people with the Holy Spirit. After Jesus is baptized by John in the Jordan River, that all-important holy threshold of ancient Israel, the action of this gospel begins. The heavens are torn apart. The Spirit descends upon Jesus like a dove. God the Father speaks, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. 
I woke up on the morning of January 2nd, 2020, about 5 a.m. with the word sun ringing in my head. This wasn't the son, I'm proud of you voice that I think Jesus heard at his baptism, but rather a cry of warning, or at least a shout to pay attention. Using names or nicknames or titles to address another, depending on tone, can communicate many different emotions, requests, and directions. How we say, what we say, matters a great deal. When I shout, son, I could mean, watch out, or stop what you're doing, or I could be communicating my love, son. I appreciate Mark's account of Jesus' baptism because it leaves me wanting to know more. So God the Father is well pleased with Jesus. Why? What has he done, or better? Is it simply because he is beloved, a child of God, that makes God well pleased with him? And if God the Father is well pleased with Jesus, why does the Holy Spirit, on the heels of such a beautiful pronouncement, drive Jesus out to the wilderness? Now, I get that he needs to be out there for 40 days. Throughout the Bible, so many important events occur during a 40-day period, so this timing makes sense. But what about this tempting? What about these wild animals that Jesus is with? What about these angels waiting on him? Matthew and Luke will add details to this story in their own versions. The threefold temptation of Jesus comes at the end of these 40 days of fasting in Matthew. And Luke omits those angels who care for Jesus, which is odd since Luke includes angels many other places. Mark throws all three of these things together in one sentence with really no details at all. Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. You see how Mark leaves us wanting more? It's no accident that we have this story today as we begin the second week of our Lenten fast. This season of Lent, we are called to want more. Because we fast for 40 days, we recognize our dependence upon God alone. Because we pray, we build trust that God will never abandon us or leave us without comfort. Because we worship, we know that we too are beloved children of God. During this 40-day season of Lent, my hope for each of us is that we will hear the voice of God calling us beloved, and that like Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit and the knowledge of our identity as God's beloved child, whatever temptations we might face, we will be able to overcome them and rest in the comfort of God's love. Amen. Let us pray together in the words that our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, 
and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.